Travelpreneur, this is Nicole Barrett, sales and marketing expert to top hotels, resorts, and travel brands around the world. In my over 15 years in the business, I have seen a real need among travel pros like you to create a unique brand and market themselves and their businesses properly. My goal with this podcast? To help you navigate this world of travel marketing with direct, simple, and effective strategies so you can attract, engage, and convert an audience of your ideal clients and grow that wildly successful travel business that you dream of. So go ahead, get comfy, and stick around for some tips, stories, and maybe even some laughs. Here we go. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hey Travelpreneur podcast. How are you? I hope you're doing well. Uh, at the time of this recording, it is what? Almost the end of February and I cannot believe it. We are in the first quarter of 2021 and it feels like it's going by so fast. The good news is that it seems as if it feels like in my core that travel is beginning to pick up. And um Today, I have a special guest. Hey, Megan. Hey, Hey. second time. (laughs) Megan is a second time guest on the podcast. And the reason why I'm excited about having Megan today is because I want to talk to Megan and we're going to talk to you guys about moving forward in travel, like in your gut. I hope you feel it too, that travel is picking Mm. up. And so we want to talk to you about some other ways to reach your audience and to reach people during this, this time in that whole Uh, conversation that we will cover about redesigning the way you show up. So, hey, Megan, hello again. Hello again. It's great to be back. Thanks for having me. The last time uh, you and I had this conversation or this podcast recording, I was sitting in this exact same spot and you were sitting in Oxford, England, weren't you? I think that's probably true. It's it's wild what a year will do. (laughs) It's wild what a year will do. You're right. And you Mm -hmm. just moved back to the United States. But okay, you know what? We're going to get into all of that. Yeah, that's another podcast. That's an hour. That's an hour. (laughs) We want to hear a little bit about it, but that's the exciting part of the introduction. So why don't you go ahead and reintroduce yourself to my audience? Sure. I am Megan Chapa. I am host of Travel Radio Podcast. And I mean, we do a lot of destination discussion there. And I'd like to get real specific, like to get really into an area. And I think most importantly, I want to lift up voices in the travel industry or people that are tangent to the travel industry that have something relevant to say um, that may not be something your BDM will cover. And also that are real life humans, not just a faceless website. You know, it's a resource. There are resources that can be trusted and contacted. And now you have a a voice and I'm doing videos lately. So you have also, you know, a, a face to go by. So I'm at TravelRadioPodcast.com. And of course, you can find all of us at the network, which is TravMarketMedia.com. And and that's me. Yeah. So thank you for bringing that up. So we should also point out that you and I are on the same podcast network, which mm-hmm. is Trav Market Media. So my podcast and your podcast mm-hmm. um, are on that network, which is really, really exciting. I think when we started this, like I said, you were living in Oxford, England at the time. Yeah. You recently moved back to the United States. And not that we didn't get to connect while you're in Oxford. Um, I'm excited to be connecting with you even more now. We're in the same time zone. It's crazy. I know. <laughs> Finally in the same time zone. I remember when we wanted to talk, we used to be like, okay, what time zone is she? Okay, I can't figure this out. Okay, her kids, my kids. Yeah. 
at least it's good to be on the same same time zone now. Yeah, now all we have to do is dodge virtual school. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, if you get into it, I got PTSD, okay? <laughs> but listen, okay, so we could talk about that too. But what we, what we are here to talk about today is we wanted to talk to you guys about um, the possibility or talk to you about the general idea of uh, showing up for your audience in different ways. And that is, hey, maybe you want to start a podcast because we've both had questions mm-hmm. about starting podcasts, which we'll get into some of those. But let's talk about our own podcast and how uh, they came to be. Uh, we both have podcasts that are travel agent facing or travel pro facing. Mm-hmm. But tell me, when did you or why did you decide to start your podcast? Well, I listened to a podcast called Cruise Radio, which is Doug Parker, and he's out of Florida. And um, I'll mention Doug again later because he was part of my process. But basically, I couldn't find content on podcasts that I was looking for which is the kind of content that I'm trying to present, like exploration through more more through narrative and storytelling than through maybe a BDM presentation or just like a textbook or lecture style type thing. And, and I hope that I'm accomplishing that. I get some good feedback. So, you know, fingers crossed that that's actually happening. But the point was that, um, you know, when I'd be at parties or events, I'd be talking about interesting groups and types of travel that my fellow agents were planning and people would say, man, if, like I wouldn't have taken my last vacation if I could take that vacation. I didn't know there were better options. And so I started recording my coworkers' stories and putting them out there. And, and initially, really, I didn't really have an audience in mind. And it was kind of, I guess, more consumer facing. And I think now I have probably 50-50 uh, because I think that travel podcasts, especially, you get people that are looking for a specific type of thing or a specific region. And so you, you really get whoever's elected that content. So, uh, that's how it started. And that was 2015. So we're rolling on to four years. And I think I'm crossing over 200 episodes and it's been a learning curve and it's been exciting. And I was recently described as one of the OG travel podcasters. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, they said I was the OG, but I'm, I'm not, but I will take, well, I will take one of I agree. I totally agree. I mean, what did you say? 2015 or 2016? 15. Yeah. 15. That's a long time, Megan. And I'm not going to lie to you. 200 episodes. Congratulations on that. Thanks. eh? I mean, I'm on, I mean, I'm not even, I think I may be crossing over 40 at this point. And I am a couple years into my podcast and that sounds like a very low number. So I guess now I'll tell my story as to why and how I started my podcast I started my business uh, back in 2018. And at that time, you know, I was doing what, what needed to be done in terms of like showing up on video or creating content. Mm-hmm. But at some point, which, you know, I know, I don't know if you do, but, you know, those of you who are listening may want to consider asking yourself, how best do I like to show up? What yeah. is the best way for me to show up? How, how comfortable do I feel doing this? And mm-hmm. do I shine doing whatever it is that I'm doing right now? And for me, while live video is great, I actually am better when I'm live, but I am not a big writer in terms of creating content. And so mm-hmm. for me, I thought, hey, what better way to reach my audience than to do a podcast, which I sometimes incorporate with live video. So sometimes this podcast is recorded live, as as you know. And mm-hmm. so 
for me, I found that space in podcasting. And I know that just recently, the, the travel industry in terms of not, not consumers, but industry folks, are many of them are just discovering podcasts or they were listening to podcasts for maybe for like something like, you know, uh, mystery stories or something like that. But crime now junkies, crime junkies. <laughs> yeah. But now they're actually utilizing it for uh, for marketing, for work purposes to learn. Mm-hmm. So I was at the cusp of that, which was very interesting. Um, in, and I guess this is something that we'll talk about. It was hard in the beginning for me. So, you know, I launched with a few episodes and then things got crazy busy, you know, and without a good plan, um, you can fall off. And that's exactly what happened to me, right? So we have that part of the story as well, where I fell off for several months and I did not mm-hmm. create in any new episodes for a long time. And I think when you and I did our first episode last year or 2020, I was just getting back in the game. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's true. We talked about that. And I have to say, my math is bad. It wasn't 2015. It was 2017 because I'm crossing four years. So 2017. That is still fantastic, though. Yeah. Just to be honest. (laughs) But Megan, (laughs) that is still, still fantastic. That is awesome. I absolutely, absolutely love that. So it was the era of what's a podcast? That was the era. Like, what are you doing with yourself? So, so yeah. So those are that. That's that's our story. That's our story. That's it. Know it. And but I will tell you that podcasting has been able to open up many doors for me. I have had people who reached out to me for trainings, for workshops, for speaking, for otherwise because of my podcast. Do you find the same thing? I help. I mean, actually, well, just two in the travel industry, but I've I've helped start a lot of podcasts just because people know that I have a podcast, right. but yeah, I've, I've had a lot of doors opened be- because it's, it's crazy. You don't know who's going to pick it up. You don't know what door it's going to open, but you know, you're putting your voice out into the universe and you are, you just don't know who's going to hear it. It's, it's uh, it's a really remarkable thing. And you approached me about the TMM um, network again, mm-hmm. because of me showing up on my podcast, right? Exactly. So if I was still in hiatus, that would not have happened. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, I was seeing who was in the space, and 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 there's way more people now than there were then. But I just who's active, who is who is showing up, and it wasn't just for me approaching you uh, as a podcaster, but seeing that you had other things to back it up, right. and that you knew what you were talking about, and so yeah. And it also go. helped that we we actually met several years ago <laughs> for sandals, so that helped. So there was a little bit of connection there. So that's fantastic. Okay, good. So you know. Um, in talking about this and you're probably wondering, okay, all right, that sounds great. Where do I start? <laughs> or not, yeah. maybe you're not there yet, but we will say that the reason why Megan and I decided to record another episode together is like I said earlier, we've been getting some questions uh, from people, even as early as today in my DMs, I got some questions about starting a podcast because we both believe that now is a prime opportunity for uh, people to get involved in something else, another way to mm-hmm. create content, to put content out there in addition to any type of live video, social media, email marketing, anything else that you're doing marketing wise or content creation wise, podcasting is another great way to get content out there. And, you know, where people are at this time still somewhat mostly at home and they're dreaming about travel, 
right? So it's great now for someone to come in and totally disrupt the space or disrupt it even more and create more travel content um, via podcasting. Don't you agree? Yeah, I agree. Especially if you find like, because you've got to have a couple avenues that you're getting yourself out there. But especially if you're someone who's like, blogging is not for me. But I know that if someone could hear my voice, like if I could just have a conversation with someone, I would get my point across. Um, And then that's, that's for you. So I don't think it can be your only avenue, but you then repurpose it, right? Like to have my podcast and now you can start to roll into all of your other pieces. Yeah. I agree. And it's also for those of you who are trying to not show up on camera, you know, maybe, maybe you don't want to show up on video too much. It's also, Mm -hmm. um, even though we're recording this and there's video involved and I may use this for promotional purposes, there really is no pressure to do it that way. You can just show up uh, using your voice, much like how Clubhouse is, which is a whole nother conversation, right? <laughs> That's a separate podcast. That's, That's a separate, separate one. podcast. And by the way, you know, I'll put a little plug here. I do have a, a Clubhouse masterclass available if you go to thechildpointeracademy.com. So check that out. But if you don't want to show up on video, but you are looking for a way to connect with people using your voice, um, podcasting is a great way to do that. Um what do you find as far as brand awareness or having people become more aware of your brand or become more aware of you and your services? What do you think about a travel agent who's looking to do a little bit more of that? Yeah. So I think, I mean, a lot of podcasting success comes down to pre-planning and deciding what you want to use it as. I mean, is this a blog replacement is this um, your newsletter replacement? Because you can turn a podcast with an RSS feed that's pretty clean into an automated newsletter. And then like, you don't want to compete nationally, right? There's a lot of people that want to compete nationally on, on Apple. But you're, that's an uphill battle. You have to have something really unique to get that done. But if you want to work into your local area and advertise your podcast locally, like there's market share to be captured there. So you become the local voice of authority on the niche that you have. And... Yeah, I think there's a lot of room to work there, but it establishes you as the authority in your niche Mm -hmm. and people can hear you in your own countenance. And I think that's the sale right there. People get familiar with you because they can hear you, whether you're selling them or if you know what you're doing. And um, so as far as brand awareness goes, it, it gives you the opportunity to really get into the weeds I think small segments at a time because long podcasts don't get consumed entirely. So I think as far as brand awareness, you could really get into the weeds, into your niche deeply over a series of, you know, essentially binge episodes, like small consumable things that you can make easy for people to consume on their dog walk or cooking. And it's pleasurable. It's easy to do. And if you keep delivering it, it's a constant top of mind. It's going to go right to their phone. And so it can really raise your brand awareness because they don't have to get onto Instagram. It's something that gets delivered right to their phone, which is in their hand, you know, 12 of 24 hours a day. And so, yeah, so, I mean, there's, there's real opportunities there for brand awareness. Um, and also Alexa can pull up a podcast, you know? I, yeah. So anyway, there's a lot of opportunity there. Make my Alexa go off right now, but But you said something really important that I want to go back to um, is that you talked about uh, taking a podcast episode and uh, creating a blog post out of it. Right. So I believe that's a very important point because I do that. 
So a lot of times I'll take, you know, what I consider to be a really good episode that I can split into several pieces of content and I will have that transcribed or I'll have my VA transcribe that and turn that into a blog post. And I will go in and I'll clean it up and then I'll post that as actually sometimes I've gotten two or three uh, different blog posts from one episode. Sure. Additionally, I can take that one, you know, uh, transcription and I can also create social media content out of it. And Mm -hmm. another reason why I love to record via video, even though I don't have to, I can then take that video. My guests who are coming on, um, they are aware that I'm going to sometimes use this video for promotional purposes. So I can just take clips of that video and I can create content out of it. So for the person who does not like myself, who hates the right, it's not about blogging, you can take one audio conversation and turn it into written pieces of conversation that you had absolutely nothing to do with because someone else can do that for you. Yeah, and transcription's pretty cheap and you know, you you can get it cleaned up and you know, that gives you all of the, you know, Google metrics and SEO searching yeah. that you want to. So, yeah, so anyway, there's there's that. But yeah, that's a good point that you can just get so much content out of it. Yes, you can. I completely agree. So, all right. So for the agents who are looking to uh, redesign their services, redesign, redesign themselves to come out of all of what's going on right now in the world, to come out on top, to look mm-hmm. for different avenues to show up. You and I both agree that podcasting is definitely one of those. Okay. You mentioned that they're looking for more portable and deeper connections. And if, if, if this time that we're going in right now, I hate to say the name COVID, whatever we're going through right now, if it's teaching us anything is that connection is key. And podcasting is another great way that travel agents um, can use to connect with their audience, right? Yeah. And especially if you want to use it for something like marketing um, of your you know, say if you're, a, you know, you, you specialize in trips to Italy or France or you do wine tours. And I mean, there's great opportunities to both, you know, have your clients on and use that to solicit for new clients. So for example, you know, you have a local wine club or local wine shop and you want to talk about touring Tuscany or, you know, Bordeaux, right. have them on to talk about that or someone who's been on one of your trips to talk about how amazing it was or the wine shop. Okay. Now the wine shop, they're excited that they've been on your podcast. Now they're going to share it too. So or someone from, you know, the Italy tourist board or hotel in Italy or a destination wedding location in Italy. So it's it's a great opportunity, like you said, for, to bring on guests that who are, who are going to share. Yeah. I'm just thinking as far as, you know, capturing a local audience Mm-hmm. Because at some point you're going to be able to meet with people. Right. Oh, you heard the podcast. Oh, I yeah, I'd, I'd love to take you out for a glass of that wine we talked about. There's options for that in the future. I see, and it's a good time to start building that up. So I love that. I love that. All right. So when when a lot of people think of podcasts and they think of the audio version, right? They think mm-hmm. of something like what they're listening and listening to in their ears right now, but you can podcast via video, right? So I want you guys to start thinking about how can I make this work for me? Not necessarily how Nicole says to make it work for you or how Megan says to make it work for you. Like, how can you make it work for yourself? Much like how I said to myself, okay, Nicole, you know, you're not going to be writing any blogs, okay? (laughs) 
you're <laughs> going to be talking. So this is how you're going to make your, this is how you're going to make content creation work for you. That's what I said to myself in those exact words, right? But say, what are you saying to yourself? Ask yourself, how can I show up? And if the audio version is not it for you, you might want to consider doing a video podcasting. A couple of my podcast episodes have been recorded uh, live. Not great for my podcast editor because she has to go through <laughs> and clean all the all the live references up. But it can be done, right? Um, have you ever done a live podcast? Megan? Well, this yeah. I mean, I'm in the middle of a all inclusive live resorts. You know, I'm calling it like the winners series. Who ha- who are travel agents liking right now? Who's doing a good job with COVID protocols? And so I've recorded five. I have another three this week. Actually, when we get off, I'm recording another one. And, um, and those are all live because I, you know, I started podcasting because I didn't want to be on video. And actually it's because of you that I started doing lives, which has been actually, it's been actually really good. And yeah, so I've been drawing the audio out of them and sometimes I'm cleaning them up myself, but sometimes I'm just like, you know what? It'll encourage people to go watch the lives because we're showing some images that they might want to see of those properties. So, um, yeah, so I'm doing it live, but mostly I'm doing it, you know, in what we're called, you know, there's, there's theories on how to record, but I'm doing batching, which means I'm trying to record a lot on one or two days. So I don't have, you know, I can just start to edit it and not, not be doing it every week. Uh, So normally I'm doing audio only, but this week, these last two weeks I've been doing lives, which is really, you know, kicking my butt a little bit because there is quite some, some prep and some technical difficulties. But, but mostly good. So yeah, you can do video if you want. And, you know, I also think you should think about your audience. Where will they consume it? Because I think the benefit of podcasting, at least for me, is that it's, it's portable and I don't have to look at my phone. Like I can, I can listen and walk the dog or listen and cook or something like that. Right. So well, I'm I'm finding that, and you and I both see the metrics, but I'm finding that a lot of the times when I use videos to promote to promote my podcast, or when I do the live podcast, the numbers are better. Um, yeah. For whatever reason, I'm not sure. Right. So I've done a few of those. I've been a guest on a couple of live podcasts, and I've quite enjoyed them. And what I like about that is that if you have an audience um, who are tuning in and they're very engaged, you get some really good questions in the Q&A mm-hmm. and those questions can lead to additional episodes, right? Because they're telling you what their FAQs are, you want to give them what they need. So con- as far as content creation goes, it's creating content for you as you go organically, which, which is beautiful. So I'm starting to get a little bit more into that. I don't foresee me going full, you know, live podcasting anytime soon. Um, I don't think it's in the cards for me, but I will occasionally do some live podcasts for sure. I think I'm going the same way. You know, we're both really enjoying the journey of podcasting. Um, Now we probably hopefully are making it sound glamorous, but it's not. It's not. (laughs) Sometimes when I hit that record button, I'm like, oh, Where's the glamour? Where's the glamour I was promised about podcasting? Yeah. And I mean, it's hard work. You have to be prepared that it's hard work, that sometimes you don't connect with a guest. And sometimes you just, you get done that episode and you're like, that doesn't match my brand. I don't want to air it. And sometimes you're talking to yourself and you don't want to be talking to yourself. Yeah, it's true. I mean, so that's why I, I do interview heavies because I think that I play better off of guests Whereas I have a lot of travel experience, but I rarely talk about myself. And I guess I need to do that more because I think, I don't think anyone knows that I actually travel or work in the travel industry. But, but um, pros and cons, right? To, to mm-hmm. guest and solo. So, I mean, I'll just mention one of each. 
for mm-hmm. both for both sides. Like the pro of having a guest is like you and I are bantering back and forth right now, right? And travel agents yeah. can have guests on their podcast. It it fills the space. It helps with the content. Um, that's one pro. Another pro is that it cross promotes. So you know, I'm gonna promote it, but my guest is probably gonna promote it to their followers and audience as well. So you might want to consider, hey, the types of guests that I'm bringing on. What is what does their promotion look like, and who's following them, and what does their audience look like, right? Yep. The yep. con with that is that it's is not as flexible because now there's scheduling involved, right? Now yeah. there's probably a little bit more editing because now you have to worry about two people instead of just one person. Um, there, that's that's a con. Um, the pro of of solo recording, I'm not sure if you find this, is the flexibility behind it. I can mm-hmm. just put together an outline and some points. And just, you know, sit here in my office and spend 15, 20 minutes recording by myself. Um, so that's a pro for me is the flexibility. The con- I actually think it's a little intimidating. That's why I don't do it. But I got I to gotta do more of it. Yeah. Well, maybe know. that's a little con for me, too, is that I make a lot more mistakes. Right. And that's probably why I'm live. I'm better live than I am at recording. Is that mm. I make a lot more mistakes when it's a solo, when it's a solo episode. And so there's a lot more editing involved. Uh, for me and because I'm talking to myself and then no one's responding back, but I do quite a bit of both, but people have to figure out which one is best for them. And if you want to stick with a solo episode, guest episode, or you want to have a co-host or, you know, you just have to figure out what works best for you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. If you have a bestie that you can banter with, that's the best, but that's hard to come by. And then again, you're up against scheduling. So yeah. Scheduling yeah. is crazy. So let's talk a little bit about that because we both know we both know quite a few podcasters who have hosts or they're co-hosts on the podcast. What are your thoughts mm-hmm. on that? I wish I had one. Um <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think it's I think it's great if that dynamics work. However, I think that there's also if if you if it's someone you have a very close relationship with, I think you have run the risk of saying too many inside jokes right. and that there's no one steering the bus. Right. That you could just go down a rabbit hole and keep it going. So if you have a co-host, you know, you have to have a plan. Unless, you know, it's possible that both of you are very organized. But at the same time, if you're having a good time with your buddy, you could get an hour and a half long episode. And if the point you want to make is in that latter half, you might just lose people. So and that but that's it, because you've been talking for an hour and a half and nothing mm-hmm. has been accomplished. Yeah. Yep. That's a good point. Yeah, so yeah, that's my thought on that. Um, I think too, with um, if travel agents are thinking about starting a podcast and having a, a co-host, I think you might want to also consider uh, where you fall in terms of competition. Like, you know, I'm definitely collaboration over competition, right? That is, mm-hmm. I lead with that. However, if you're both, you know, lu- Caribbean luxury agents. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit too close to home, right? Uh, and you're probably not going to be covering as many topics that you probably should be covering. But if you know one of you do destination weddings and the other does family travel, or maybe one does luxury Europe and Asia, and the other one does you know honeymoons and destination weddings to the destination weddings to the Caribbean, something like that. You want. A little bit of overlap is fine, but I do find that it works best when you have two different niches, don't you think? I mean, I I don't even know if I want to go that far, but I do want to say there has to be a clear plan that if you're both doing similar things, if you get a lead off of it, who's getting the lead? Getting the lead. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So what's your like go, no go plan on that coming in? Like who gets yeah. it, who doesn't get it? And, and that, that's, I think the ultimate deciding factor. So there has to be some differentiation between what you, you each do or what your, you know, how you're willing to split things up. You're so. right. So differentiation for sure, a small overlap is fine, but if the overlap presents a lead, what happens? Right. Yeah. That's a, that's a very, very good point. And, also, and especially if you're friends, you don't want to like lose a friend over a podcast no, you or don't. sale or so. a lead. Right. Right. Exactly. Who wants to lose a friend over that? So there needs to be clear strategy and honest conversations mm-hmm. in mind, right? And if you're, another thing that I can think about is if you're doing lead generation through the podcast, so let's say you're got, you're, you just had an episode talking about family travel to Mexico and you have some tips or a lead magnet that you're sharing with family travels to Mexico and per, one person downloads that, where does that lead go? Not just the lead, but who gets to keep the email address? Who are they hearing mm-hmm. from, right? So. Mm-hmm. Some, some conversations which we can't cover in this podcast, but some serious questions and conversations need to need to be covered. Awesome. So there are a couple other things in terms of like warnings that we want to mention, um, like consistency matters. We want you to be consistent, but also knowing that burnout is easy, which is what happened to me in the beginning, mm-hmm. is, a trying, is trying to do so much all at the same time. I was doing you know, like one episode a week, when in, in truth, and in fact, I probably should have started out with two episodes a month. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I think the plan is just set expectations because what happens if you're like, I'm going to do two episodes a week and then people don't hear from you for two weeks. They think this podcast has ended. Right. And so if it's going to be once a month, cool. Like maybe it's a once a month and it's a roundup of your newsletters or it's like, you know, the promotions you see coming up in the next month or whatever that is. Uh, just let people know at the onset, it's going to be once a month. Right. But pick a schedule that you can manage right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So I think Spotify just said they have 2,200,000 podcasts. Wow. And the estimation is that, or the estimation, is that a real word? The estimate is that, uh, you know, 1 million of those are zombies. And and what that what people refer to as zombies are like, think about podcasts is they go out there and they're out there like in perpetuity. They're just out there. They'll live every time someone downloads it. So they're kind of like living dead, right? So they're just out there and, but there's no new episodes. There's no new life. And so those million podcasts that are out there because it was a challenge. And when it got hard, they stopped. They stopped. So don't be a zombie. Don't be a zombie. For me, the way I came out of that burnout was number one, I, I made sure I recommitted. Right. And I think mm-hmm. at that time you and I were having some conversations and I had just, you know, said to I reminded myself, like, this does not have to be as hard as you're making it out to be. Number one, your topics can be very, very simple. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I decided to keep the topics a lot more simple so that there is not a lot of overwhelm. Secondly, I decided to have more guests on to be, like I said, kind of like carry the weight, right? When there's two people versus one and also keeps me accountable, right? Yes. If I have a guest, (laughs) I'm probably not going to cancel. But if it's just me and my microphone on a Saturday morning, I'm going to cancel on myself. Okay, this girl's going to watch Netflix and chill, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right? So it keeps me accountable. And what I've done recently is... Um, I've spent time in and resources saying, okay, I'm not going to do my own editing. So now I have an editor. So that frees me up and again, lessens the overwhelm. Now you have to say to yourself, now, if you, you're a great editor and you don't mind editing your podcast, 
go ahead. I will talk to thy kingdom come. I will interview 12 people per day for two hours a day <laughs> before I do my own editing. Like I'm done that, right? But you have to ask yourself these true and honest questions and say, what do I want to do? What do I not want to do? But knowing that at the end of the day, the whole idea is that it's a great way to show up. And if you can swing mm-hmm. it, you should swing it. Just keep it as simple as you possibly can. Yeah. And I, I get pretty technical with mine. I know that you do yours as simple as you can. And I think that we're both having pretty good success. So you can get as complicated or you can make it as, I mean, most cell phones have a pretty good recording, like voice recorder. You get a lapel mic that connects into your phone and don't stand directly in the wind. You'll be fine. So yeah, yeah, I agree because I've seen, and you and I have discussed it too, but I've seen where podcasters get very, very complicated. There are podcasters that has like, you know, these little side things on their desk that I, I don't even want to know what they're called, like with the <laughs> buttons and you push it up and down. I mean, right now I'm looking at you and you have soundproofing <laughs> and, you know, behind you. I don't have any of that. Right. But we mm-hmm. make it work. And I think that's why you and I feed off of each other so well mm-hmm. is because you come with the, all the technical stuff to make it all awesome while I'm over here being like, okay, do I really need a mic? <laughs> right. Let's just keep it simple on my end, but we come together so seamlessly. Yeah. And, you know, you also made a good, and this is, you know, warning is that you, you, you do probably need some sort of a microphone. And yeah. I think what you did right off the bat was you purchased a really good microphone. Yes, so I, I did right off the bat. I did purchase, I actually, this is, I'm on my second microphone, but the, I did purchase a really good one in the beginning. And in, when I bought that other one in the beginning, it was much smaller than what I'm using right now. And I did that because I wanted to be able to travel with it. Since yeah. then I've gotten a smaller lapel mic, which works just as well. Right. So, but I've kept it simple. So simple, but I get the good stuff, if that makes sense, right? Yep. So I'm, I'm not getting, I'm getting a good brand. I know it does well, but I'm also keeping it very simple. But yep. yeah, but I, I think we kind of feed off of each other. And guys, there's no right way or wrong way about doing this. As long as you're being consistent, you're adding value and your sound is good quality. That's it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think that you bring up a good point. Like there's no right way and there's no wrong way, but I think there are a million ways to skin this cat, if you will. Yeah. And so that brings me to, you know, one of the warnings is that you could waste a lot of time and energy just, you know, poking around and trying this and failing and finding that you don't like the solution that you found. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, if you can find yourself a mentor in the podcasting world. And so I said, I would bring up Doug Parker again and Doug Parker, we, we, you know, we probably only have like six interactions, but he was one of the, he was probably the first travel podcaster and he does all cruises all the time. That's all he does. And he has a fantastic following, blah, blah, blah. But I said to him, Hey, I want to do this. Like, can you give me some pointers? He sent me equipment lists. He sent me all kinds of things. We talked on the phone a couple of times and it wasn't a lot, but it was enough to get me started enough to make me, you know, a little bit dangerous. Like right. I think as enough to have confidence <laughs> enough to just submit them to iTunes and let it go. So um, yeah. So if you can find a mentor, find a mentor because it, you just, it's great to just be able to ask some questions. Cause there's a lot on YouTube. There really is. But I think that goes to, uh, into the, there's a lot on YouTube. Yeah, and that's what happened to me eh? because I was, I Googled quite a bit about this whole thing until I finally was able to settle on uh, a course that worked for me. But in the beginning I was just Googling and YouTubing a lot of stuff. And it, it was, it was very, very overwhelming. And it took me months, months, I tell you, to 
get my very first episode out there. And even after I got several episodes out there, every time I would, I kid you not, Megan, every time I would go to upload a podcast episode, I would have to rewatch the video that showed me how to do that. (laughs) Oh, you've got it now. I can do it now, but I'm just saying, you know, back then I just couldn't wrap my brain around the whole thing. So I like your point about finding a mentor and a really good source so that Mm -hmm. you're not, you know, saving, you know, 17, you know, different YouTube videos to watch. And then you have to like tie them and stitch them all together to figure Mm -hmm. out what you are doing, because that's what happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. I at at my point in the journey, there, there just wasn't, I mean, there was, but we were still in the land of like creating your own RSS feed. It was very early on. So now there's a lot better options, but there, again, there are just so many options. Well, that's good. Okay. So now that we've talked about like some of the pros, the cons, some of the reasons why they might want to consider or a travel agent, travel pro might want to consider starting a podcast. Let's talk about some general topics that they could be talking about. Obviously, mm-hmm. the more niche, the better. And I think you, this is another thing. I know uh, the very first time you were a guest on this podcast, that's, we, that's what we talked about, is about was about niching down and how people find you, right? So mm-hmm. the more niche, the better. But just to kind of throw some inspiration out there for people, you know, let's say a travel agent wants to start a podcast around travel, or let's say Caribbean travel, mm-hmm. what are some topics that you think that they may be able to talk about? Because I, I don't want to see, I, I want them to think like beyond three episodes, beyond five episodes, right? Because you may think, oh, I can start a podcast and then I can come up with five things to talk about now, but let's talk about the long game, right? So yeah. you're putting that strategy in place. What, so what are some of the topics or things that they might want to consider? So if you were, so if you were doing, I mean, you could just do any single country or island in and and by that means like you know let's talk about you know what are the things that you think about in travel okay and keep in mind you want to keep your episodes there's there's kind of an estimate maybe 25 minutes 30 minutes max that's all you get in a listener and so you don't have to come up with like huge topics which is you know one of my pitfalls actually is i get really in the weeds and so you know sometimes my podcasts lag a little bit but if you're playing this well in advance you need like micro topics. So who, ha- you know, my favorite dining in Jamaica, my favorite off resort dining in Jamaica, right. my, my insider tip, my, you know, my favorite three top excursions in Jamaica, um, you know, three things that locals know that you need to know, um, is smoking marijuana legal. So all the things that you're quite, whatever your clients have asked you in the past, that's the topic you should be going on because someone asked it because they want to know it. So, you know, and as minute as those like questions are like, is tipping appropriate? Mm-hmm. Have an episode on tipping mm-hmm. and your experiences in the different resorts because five minutes of information on tipping. will I mean, that's, that's actually really good content. Customs, going through customs and immigration. Yeah. Um, airport review transfer. club Mo Bay. Yeah. yeah, man. I'm missing club. I know <laughs> it's all good. But yeah, but those are, you're right. And and I think that's what happens, right? Is that people try to be very general in Mm -hmm. the topics that all of a sudden now they've ran out of topics to to talk about because they've kept it so general and they don't think that maybe this can be, you know, niched down a little bit into, like you said, what what was the word you used? My new top, what did you, what did you call that? Yeah. Well, I don't know, but I'm going with consumable, like small, 
and consumable. Yeah, because, and you know, maybe you get three podcast listens out of a dog walk because they wanted to listen on, you talk about food, you talk about transportation, and you talking on tipping. Yeah. All for, you know, especially if you're someone that does like FIT type trips, like that's really good. Or someone who does all-inclusive resorts, but you know your clients want to get off property. Okay, right. where if or or all-inclusive resorts where there's a walkable town nearby. Anything that a question that a client could ask you about. And I mean, go listen to your BDM's presentation. They're bringing up the topics. I agree. Get get into the details, and and that's not to say that I mean you should have your BDMs on if you have a good relationship or want to build a relationship with them. But I mean, get them off script. Right. Make them tell you a personal story. Yeah. I mean, that like let's get personal. That's uh, I was going to sing that a song, but I was going to make right it up. There. That is gold. Like. You don't have to follow or lead for the length of your podcast. I know that I have had podcast episodes that have gone over an hour. Guys, that is not the standard. That is just me and the guests talking quite a bit. (laughs) That is Mm -hmm. not the standard. Um, I've had solo episodes that are 12 minutes long and 15 minutes long and very, very consumable. But again, make it work for you. Don't say, well, Nicole's podcast is 45 minutes or it's 15 minutes. So I have to talk for 15 minutes or 45 minutes. That's not the truth. That's not always the case. You have to look at it like my podcast is from a different angle. It's very marketing heavy. It's very content heavy. I always say your podcast needs your, your podcast or whatever it is that you're doing, your live video, whatever it is, needs to be as long as it needs to be. If you're covering the topics, you're entertaining who you came to entertain and you're showing up as yourself and you're connecting, if it's five minutes, it's five minutes. But as long okay. as they take the value and walk away with it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, here's another just tip out of nowhere. But if you're hilarious or your guest is hilarious, mm-hmm. that podcast can be as long as you want it to be because they're going to listen to it. Absolutely. But if it's like sitting through history class, that's not going to work. No. That's a good point because if it's if the podcast is two hours long, as long as I'm entertained during yep. those two hours and I'm learning something, let it be. Let yep. it be. It needs to be as long as it needs to be. Don't let anyone tell you like how long people are going to take, you know, stand to listen to your podcast. Don't listen to that. Just just show up and say what you need to say. That's right. That's good. Yeah. Just like that. All right. Well, <laughs> awesome. 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 So One thing I know that I am very excited about, Megan, is that you and I are doing a masterclass together. Mm. We've uh, both realized that we're getting a lot of the same questions as far as people starting a podcast or travel agent starting a podcast goes. And I did a poll in my Facebook group, I want to say, I don't know, maybe maybe a month or so ago, a little bit over. um, And about 90% of the people who answered have considered starting a podcast. So led us to be like, okay, all right, maybe people want to um, hear more. So you and I are doing a masterclass where we're going to do a little bit of deep dive. Do you want to talk about that for a little bit? Yeah. And when you said I'm excited, I'm like, I think it's the thing that I'm excited about too. So this works out great. (laughs) It's it's not going to be a full day. We'll do some presentation and then we'll take some Q&A. And then the videos will be available for some time afterwards. But the point of it's going to be, we're going to get you, you know, through your first episode, but we're also going to talk through strategy to give you longevity. Cause this, I mean, a lot of people can start off the sprint, you know, but we're talking about a marathon here. So we want you to be able to have longevity and that's going to take some planning. And then we'll talk about content planning, just like we're doing now, like how to pick a vein and go with it. And then also, um, you know, to be confident in your voice, like this is 
a gift that only you have. And and you say this, Nikita says that I say, this is the thing that makes you uniquely you. Like own it. Right. So we're gonna walk through through those things with you and 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 largely help you decide if this is something that you should be doing and something yeah, that you can manage. Rule it out. You have to be able to rule it out. I I agree. So first we're gonna say, well, do you even want to do this? Let's just let's just get rid of the what ifs, right? Mm-hmm. Put a what a shoulda. So you may be thinking about it and you're not sure. But we're going to help you make a decision. Say it's for me and it's not for me. And if it's not for you, you can keep it moving and not think about it again. Right. Mm-hmm. And if it is for you, then we're going to lay out the simple steps. Right. And Megan and I, are, we're laughing at this because like that's we, we talked about this a few minutes ago, how um, I lead with simplicity and you lead with analytics and making it awesome. Right. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the overwhelm of getting started, I'm going to give you the tools that you need to just get it out the door to just, yeah, just press record. Yeah. Just yeah. press record. I'm going to give you all the tools that you need to do that. And then as a travel agent, now Megan and I on the whole podcast stage, we are not saying that we're the best in podcasting, but we know how to make it work for travel agents. We know how to make yeah. it work for people who are in the type of services that you're in. And so we're going to help get you off the ground that way, because we both have experience, um, you know, in, in podcasting. So I'm going to give you the simple tools that you need to get off the ground and get started. And then Megan's going to be, is going to bring it home with, okay, now that you've gotten it started, let's talk about your script. Let's talk about your guests. Let's talk about your analytics. And you can tell them a little bit more about what you'll cover, Megan. Yeah. that I mean, that's exactly right. Is that, I, I find the more planning you do in advance and the more prepared you make your guests, and that doesn't mean you have to spend hours on the phone with them, but the better expectations you can set with them and the more outlining you can do for them. It doesn't mean it's like you're reading off of a page when you're preparing a script, but you're you're creating ease. And so we're going to help you to, you know, think about some basic script writing and um and preparing guests and even who should be your guests. And and what if you're approached by someone that, you know all these sort of things with guesting and planning, and then um, maybe how you can practice uh, your voice and practice uh, presenting so that you can be confident to to put the things out into the universe, basically. So, uh, yeah. When your podcast shine, basically. That's right. That's so, right. That's right. <laughs> At the time of this recording, the podcast is, um, the podcast masterclass is scheduled for March 12th. So Mm -hmm. that's Friday, March 12th. The year is 2021. And if you're listening to this podcast after March 12th, it is no longer a live masterclass, but we will have a replay available. So what you can do is you can go to both of our websites. Um, You'll see the links there to sign up. So I am the travelpreneuracademy.com and Megan is Mm travelradiopodcast.com. And then you'll see the links to register for this masterclass. So I'm going to go, I'm going to say the URL for me is the childpreneuracademy.com slash podcast masterclass. And Megan, will you create the same link? I assume. Yeah. I'll do travelradiopodcast.com forward slash podcast masterclass. There you go. We're making it so easy for you. And (laughs) guys, guess what? We'll also put the link here on the show notes. So you can hopefully just easily click on that. And of course, we're going to talk about it all with social media. So if you're following us on Instagram, I'm Nicole S. Barrett. The podcast is Hey Travelpreneur. And Megan is Travel Radio Podcast. Yep. On 
Instagram. Okay, now this is exciting. I'm excited for this. And I love, I love collaborating with you, Megan. So this Thanks. is another thing that we're going to be able to co- collaborate on. And I'm glad that it's this podcast masterclass because after years of not seeing you because you decided to move halfway across the world. Hey, dad, blame that on the U.S. Air Force, man. I was so long for the ride. (laughs) I know. Yes, we'll blame it on the U.S. Air Force. All right. So uh, after all of those years of not seeing you, we were able to reconnect over my podcast. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So I'm glad that this is what's, uh, you know, allowing us to collaborate is, uh, a podcast masterclass. It's kind of bringing it home for me. So that's awesome. Yeah, I think it's great. And you enjoy teaching. I enjoy teaching. So this is going to be a lot of fun. And I'm excited yeah. to hear what ideas people have that are out there. And um, yeah, yeah, you get your, you get them rocking and rolling. You come be my guest. That'd be great. So there you go. That'd be great. Awesome. Awesome sauce. All right. So are there any last words that you like to say? Because here we are, um, telling people that their podcasts don't need to be as long. And and we are here probably going on 45 minutes already. <laughs> um, yeah, just I'm excited for the class. There's I, there's a lot of things I'd like to share. And that's if you've made it to 45 minutes, you're a champion. And um, it means that you're serious. And I'm looking forward to, you know, working with you and and helping you envision your own podcast. So thank you very much. And um, I'm if you want to c- get in contact with me, it's info at travelradiopodcast.com. Again, that's info at travelradiopodcast.com. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm really, really, really excited for this because like I said, we, the opportunity that we're being presented with right now to create bigger and better and more exciting content for people is there. It is prime mm-hmm. and we want to open up that world to you. Um, I'm sure if you've been thinking about it, you're probably already a good fit and you are going to be redesigning your services, redesigning yourselves and redesigning the way you show up. So that part really, really excites me because I'm passionate about, you know, allowing you to show up as your best marketing selves and about podcasting, but also Megan is also passionate about podcasting in and of itself. So those two <laughs> together is magic. It is. And I'm just looking at you. I'm like, yeah, you're so charismatic. I'm such an Eeyore, but that's all right. We'll, uh, it'll, we, we balance each other out. That's good. <laughs> we balance each other out. It's going to be magic. Okay. That's right. That's right. <laughs> all right, folks. Well, that's it. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, all the details and everything that we just mentioned is, uh, in the show notes, but please don't forget to share this with a friend, share this with a family if they're in the space, uh, share this with a colleague. Don't forget to subscribe, leave me a review and a five-star rating. And I will say that if you leave me a five-star rating and review on the next episode, I'll be happy to share you and give you a shout out by name. I heard all your faces. I'm always rooting for you. Megan, it's been wonderful having you here. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I loved it. It was great. I look forward to it. We'll talk soon. Talk soon, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.